welcome to the AD's office with Alex Larson and Devin Puckett. What's up, sports fans? Welcome back to another episode of the AD's office. He's Alex. I'm Devin. And here we are. Office hours open once again. It's a fun week for the diehard football fans. The NFL Combine opened up yesterday, and that's going on all week. Not a lot of super huge things to talk about. We'll let it play out. But it's a good opportunity for good players to absolutely shoot up draft boards. It's also a potential for some big names to tumble a little bit if they don't perform as expected. Yeah, absolutely. And I will shamelessly plug my fellow Lions fan, but also draft aficionado and statistician wizard at MathBomb on X, Twitter. If you want to check him out, he is the founder of Relative Athletic Scores, which are now being used by actual NFL clubs, which is awesome. But it essentially tells you how athletic is this person? Where did they rank among all-time players at their position for how they performed at certain drills at the Combine? Top-tier Twitter follow. Top-tier. It's good stuff, not just for Lions fans, all football fans. And you will see post-Combine some of the players where athleticism, just raw athleticism, is super important. Tight end, defensive end. There are some positions that better athletes do pan out more often in the NFL. And then there are other positions like quarterback where raw athleticism doesn't always mean success. Christian Ponder was a phenomenal athlete. If you're a Vikings fan, you remember how that went. Tom Brady was not a phenomenal athlete, and he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, uh... That's that's a good spot to check out all of your combine interesting snippets, I'll call them. Mm-hmm. But the first round of the NFL draft, mm. what will remain Alex and I's Super Bowl since the Lions choked away the second half of the <laughs> NFC Championship, starts on April 25th. And man, I am so jacked. So excited. Every year... Coming up, we will dive into prospects. We'll talk about the big names. We'll give you our takes on who we think should go to certain teams, what we think certain teams are going to do. The the draft is like Christmas and the 4th of July and the Super Bowl all wrapped into one. It's just a weekend of fun. It is legitimately a top like three day of the year for me. Will I take off a day of work? Probably. I take off every Friday of the uh, NFL draft. Cause, so the draft starts Thursday night. Friday, we've got rounds two and three. And then Saturday, we've got four through seven. And this year, I will have a brand new puppy at home watching, and my wife will be on vacation with her mom. So I will be glued to my TV for three days straight. Yeah, out of integrity, I should probably officially take the time off because I will also be glued to my TV even if I'm <laughs> working. I don't know if my boss listens or not, so I'll put put in the PTO request. Today, though, we are going to jump into the state of quarterbacks in the league. We've talked about quarterback wins, not really a stat, and no individual player has more of an impact on a game than the quarterback. Yeah, that's definitely true, and you've heard us reference a couple times in the past. Alex was the first one to really, like, coin this sort of a analogy for us but we've kind of 
put quarterbacks into five different categories that we like. You're married to them. They're your long-term thing. You would ride or die for these guys. Yeah. They're your franchise quarterbacks. You want them for the long haul. And you think it's going to work. You think you're going to get a ring. You're going Super Bowl. You are going retirement. You know, the ring of honor or whatever your team, individual Hall of Fame. It's the whole package. You are married to that team. But then you also have the other tiers of quarterback relationships. Some teams are they're ring shopping. You see the upside. You want to commit. You're just not quite there yet. Some of it's because your quarterback girlfriend is a rookie and you can't buy a ring yet because they need to come of age. There's also the amicable breakup. We talked about it last week in running back world with Derrick Henry and the Titans. It happens with quarterbacks, too, where it's just time to move on. And both parties know. It's just time to move on. Yeah, that's totally it. The amicable breakup is when you both agree. Yeah, but then you have the ugly side where everyone knows the divorce is coming. You And that means you were married. You thought this was it, and it is just falling off a cliff. It's going to get ugly. It's going to be a mess. There will be other people involved. Nobody wants to see it. It's bad for the kids. It's bad for the fan base. Not a good look. And then you have this weird, it's complicated status on your profile where it's a fling. It's a it's a hookup. I'm here, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Amen. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco Browns. and the Cleveland Browns. It's a good time. It's not a long time. That was a fling. No. Yeah, it's like, I'm here for like two months. Let's just have as much fun as we can. Yeah. And let's just start there. Let's start with those flings. Joe Flacco is an excellent example. It was a fling. They, The Cleveland Browns brought Flacco in off the couch. Flacco is not the long-term option. They're not going to propose. They're not even going to pretend like they're going to propose. They know now, it's just fun, and we'll move on. It's It's just fun, and he's really the perfect example of this. It was pretty win-win for both teams. The Browns made the playoffs. It's ultimately a loss for them because they didn't win a playoff game. They had no postseason success, and so they wasted the money for not much gain. But they had a heck of a season, and they get to celebrate that, and that's something to look forward to. While Flacco collected a paycheck, got to play a little bit more football. His kids got to watch him on TV. Win-win. Mm-hmm. Good time had by all. Win-win. There are some other guys who it's like, this was your fling or a hookup, but neither of us really care about it. It didn't impact us. Jarrett Stidham and the Broncos yeah. or Jarrett Stidham and the Patriots or Jarrett Stidham. And like, I don't know, it feels like he's been on 20 teams when I think it's only actually those two, but it's just Jarrett Stidham. Nah, he uh, mu- who really cares? He must be a good time because he keeps getting those opportunities and nobody seems to want to commit. So right. Know, good party guy. Or Gardner Minshew, he's been good on party guy. the Eagles and the Jaguars and now obviously the Colts and came up just short with that uh, loss to send them to the playoffs. But he's a backup and he's a good party guy and he's a good story. For sure. He's usually not a starter, but this guy's awesome. He's a lot of fun, but he's in Indianapolis and they have Anthony Richardson as their hopeful long-term relationship, marriage, partner, Minshew's a fling. 
It was a fun. Yeah. It was a fun ride, and we all Thanks. enjoyed it. But the jorts are going elsewhere. The jorts are going elsewhere, along with the mullet. I'll give you one that's maybe a little controversial to put in the fling category. I think Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. I think a guy like Aaron Rodgers, a prolific quarterback, Hall of Famer by every measure, you think that they have to be in the married or ring shopping category. I don't think that's it. I think the reality is, you know, a New York minute, we're just taking a shot here. It's a one night stand. And if it pans out and we hook up again next week, well, cool. But nobody thought this was going to be five more years. Time is a flat circle, and the prophecy says he must end up a Viking. It has to be a fling. That'd be that'd be another one night stand, but more the like drunk ex kind of a situation. He's got a second wife incoming, and her name is Minnesota. It has to be. (laughs) I don't. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. But I think I think Rogers is a fling. I think the Jets knew it was a fling, and sometimes you are okay with the fling because you just want the fun. You're hoping for the payoff. You're hoping it is everything you thought it could be for a little bit. Yeah, you're certainly hoping for some type of payoff there that obviously didn't come with his three snaps of fame for this past season. Maybe he says, I want to play three more years, and they extend him a little bit, And but uh, we'll find out. This is going to be a storyline all off season. Yeah, it it could slide over into I don't think it ever slides into happily married I think it could slide into divorce incoming if they extend a few more years I think it's going to end up ugly see the interesting one that I think is divorce incoming is going to be Dak interesting okay so in in my head I, I could put Dak in either of those bottom tiers divorce incoming or fling hookup Part of me looks at it as a fling because the Cowboys have been so unwilling to give him an extension that it's like they just keep calling him in the middle of the night. But for me, it's like he's been around for a while now. He was part of the, I don't know, 2016 draft class, 2015, something like that. So he's been around going on a decade at this point. They've been kind of married to him. And yet they haven't actually married him and it i think this is just an unhappy marriage maybe this is a toxic it's a toxic relationship you got married in vegas and you didn't really mean to so you've been trying to get it annulled but it's been like 10 years now so legally it's messy at this point oh it's messy it is are you common law married or what happened Mm, yep i don't i don't think there is often an amicable breakup with a guy as big ticket as Dak Prescott, it could be an ugly divorce. Some of the other flings and hookups, we just don't know. You got like Will Levis and the Titans. At this point, it's a fling. You're hoping it turns into something, but I don't think either party is like, nah, this is we're going to make this work for five years. It's like, meh, we'll give it a shot. We've, we've talked about it with Trevor Lawrence before. If you change quarterback or you change coaches after a quarterback's rookie season yeah that quarterback is typically prone to fail or at least not live up to expectations yeah because i wouldn't call trevor a failure by any means but he definitely doesn't live up to expectations no and not happily married will levis yeah yeah definitely 
I think Josh Dobbs, Vikings fans, it was it was that the was a hookup. ultimate hookup. It was two weeks of fun, and we will never talk again. Yep, I am right there with you. I also think Geno Smith and the Seahawks are probably in the fling. I think I would call this one an amicable amicable breakup. Like we had two years of good football, the only two years of good football of Geno's career. Yeah, let's go our separate ways. Yeah, I think we see a lot of times teams kind of fool themselves into, like, you know who he is. Yeah. It's been two good years of football. But I think teams sometimes get blinded, and they're like, it's been two good years of football. Let's settle down. It's like, yeah, but, like, dude bounced around. He's not, you know, he hasn't kept a job. He's been, I don't want to take the analogy too far and be like, he's been in and out of prison. But dude, (laughs) dude hasn't held down a job in the last decade. You know who he is. It's been a great two years. I'm not saying that's not valid and your experience counts. And you're not going to marry the guy. Yeah, that that holds some weight to it. Baker could be another one of those where yeah. it's like, man, when you were first dating, you were infatuated with this guy. He was totally. awesome. You love him. I, Devin Plekis, am still infatuated with Baker Mayfield. He's amazing. I love him. <laughs> But then, okay, he couldn't hold down a job for a while. Maybe he had some issues, you know, trying to figure out what he wanted his career to look like. And, well, was this past season a fling? Or did he find a suit at Goodwill that fit him just good enough and he showed up on time for his interview? And, Mm. oh, maybe he's middle management now. And what's happening? We'll find out. Maybe maybe he is rejuvenating his career a little bit. Or maybe it's just Gino, where two years of good football and then you go your separate ways. Yeah. At least publicly, I think the personality of Baker Mayfield could get to an amicable breakup. I think it could. True. I think he would be okay walking away. So we'll see. On the opposite side of the spectrum, the married couples, the relatively happily married couples there aren't a ton but it's kind of who you expect like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens they're they're married married it's a done deal Josh Allen and the Bills married Joe Burrow and the Bengals oh you're questioning Josh Allen and the Bills okay here's my thing do I think they're married yeah but I also think Maybe one of them has a tendency to be that spouse that puts a hole in the wall because they get so frustrated or they need a vacation with their friends for a week Mm -hmm. and it's not optional. I have to have a vacation sometimes. Sure. But I think they're married. I think they're married and I don't think a divorce is likely. There you go. I I like that. Maybe we'd remove the happily... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They were raised very traditionally, and divorce is just not an option. Yes. It's that one. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Which, I love Josh Allen. I think he's a top three quarterback in the NFL. I think the Bills would be stupid to divorce him. Agreed. But there's always conversation of, oh, he's not Mahomes, so, you know, I think the Bills try to keep up with the Joneses too much. A little bit. Yeah, stop looking at your neighbors and just appreciate what you got. 
Exactly. The grass is not necessarily greener. No, what you got is a really good man, all right? Exactly. And boy, does he fit Buffalo. (laughs) Man. Yeah. Yep. He is a man of the people. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, that's that's marriage. Yep. Um, And to be clear, marriage is also, there's a piece of it that is literally just have you committed the money to them. Sure. Joe Burrow got paid. They're married. Even if he gets hurt, it in sickness and in health, all right? Yeah. For better or worse, they are in it. You got Mahomes and the Chiefs, the happiest, the happiest of marriage. marriage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jinx. They, they are, it is a borderline six-year honeymoon phase at this point. They see no fault in each other's eyes. It is just bliss. Just the absolute epitome of forever and always. Yep. They've had some they've had some disagreements, but it's more like, do you want to go to McDonald's or Wendy's? That's oh you bought me a Mercedes when I was wanting an Audi. It's the thought that counts, honey. Uh-huh. Nah, they're Yeah. They're doing all right. Herbert and the Chargers is an interesting one. The Chargers are obviously married to Herbert. Yep. They don't ever want to let him go. And they keep on finding ways to not live up to him. Herbert's the one that can do no wrong here. Yeah. And the Chargers keep failing him and trying to fix it. You know, oh, Brandon Staley and now Harbaugh, which don't get me wrong. I'm a believer in Harbaugh. But they better get their act together. Otherwise, he's going to leave them. Yeah, the Chargers know that Herbert is settling by staying in the marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Harbaugh investment could certainly be the payout that Herbert was waiting for. He saw the potential. He's like, you know what? We're going to go to therapy. So she's a bit of a fixer-upper. She got a couple of bugs. It's all right. They've been putting in the work, and we'll see if it pans out. I My gut says it does. My gut says same. the marriage has had a rough patch, but they can make it work because Herbert is marriage material. You figure it out. Yeah, part of me says that Philip Rivers was also, you know, husband material. It's certainly dad material. Certainly dad material. That guy's got a lot of kids. A lot of kids. But, so, maybe. We need the Chargers to step up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Another super interesting one. It's like the, you were widowed at a young age and found your next love in your... 80s or 90s uh-huh. is the Stafford and the Rams. It's a great analogy. I I completely agree. Stafford and the Rams, they are married. They have a Super Bowl together. They they're good. And I think my suspicion is it will end up as an amicable breakup via retirement someday. Probably. I don't think it's going to go south because they've had such a great marriage and it is kind of a second it's a second marriage for both of them. Definitely. Stafford got burned by his first and the Rams got burned by their first. And that was even probably the most amicable breakup in NFL history. The Lions are now Super Bowl contenders with you know, the Rams X and the Rams straight up won a Super Bowl with the Lions X. They're both happy. Neither of them necessarily hate the others now. Yeah. It's like, oh, the couple next door happens to not super like each other. Maybe I've got a thing for their wife. Oh, they have a thing for my wife. 
wait, are we just trading spouses? We both got divorced and now are still friends. This is weird. This it's is very w- uncomfortable. It's kind of uncomfortable, works. but it, it's working and they're good co-parents, you know, 50-50 joint custody of the kids. Stafford and the Rams are, they're thriving in that second marriage. Yeah, totally. Even if the Rams are not Super Bowl contenders for the rest of his career, it doesn't matter. It was a, It's a good run. Yep, totally. You got a Super Bowl out of it. Yep. And it's been a fun time. The ring shopping category. These are the guys that they're going to get married. CJ Stroud, I think, is the most obvious. Yes. It's been one year. Things can change. But it was a near perfect year of courting. CJ Stroud and the Texans are eager to get married. And as soon as it is eligible, they're going to lock it up. Yeah, I am totally right there with you. He had the greatest rookie quarterback season of all time. The next closest were Baker Mayfield, ironically, Justin Herbert, and Peyton Manning, which Justin Herbert is a current top five quarterback. Yeah. Baker Mayfield won the Browns a playoff game. True. Number one overall pick. And and Peyton Manning is probably a Mount Rushmore quarterback. So, yeah, not too shabby. Not good company. And for the Texans, it's you don't want to compare to your exes. But the Texans' ex was really, really lousy in Deshaun Watson. Mm. Like, really, really lousy. You mentioned prison earlier, and I don't want to say it, but, like, you know. Almost goes without saying. C.J. Stroud is everything you want a franchise. You want your franchise quarterback to be an elite quarterback on the field. Absolutely. What makes them marriage material is off the field. How do they handle themselves in a press conference? How do they handle themselves in the community? When they go out in the community, are they a good role model for the kids? Are they helping out at the homeless shelter? Are they taking care of their personal life? Or are they doing what Deshaun Watson did that we don't need to talk about? CJ Stroud, ring shopping. There are two that are really, really interesting to me in this category, and it's Jordan Love and the Packers, and then Brock Purdy and the Niners. Yep. They're the next two things closest to Stroud, in my opinion. Purdy, if you're still a hater, then you're just that a hater. You're a hater. Basically, given no reason to doubt him at this point, but people will continue to do so. And then Love, he did give reasons to doubt, but he turned it around and he turned it around quick. So, yeah, I think. They could move up or down at any point, it seems. Which is risky. I think Jordan Love and the Packers, I think it's one of those situations where people around you are starting to talk and say, hey, you guys have been dating for a long time. You need to just put a ring on it. Like, right. ne- neither of you have actually explored any other options. Call it, right. what, call it what it is. I get the hesitation as the organization. If you're Jordan Love, you don't want to leave. You're in a good right. you're in a good spot. But you want to know that the Packers are equally committed. You don't want to go into a marriage with it being I'm all in and yeah, I mean I like you. Not as much as the last as the last guy, but I like you. Yeah, totally. So, we'll see. I I think you're right. They're they're in this category. Purdy totally has played himself into ring shopping. He's not eligible to get married at this point, but he, the thing he'd have to fall off a cliff 
for the Niners to change their mind. The thing with this one, I think, is that I think that they're happily in love. I think that they have built their relationship on solid ground. Yeah. But all of all of their family and their friends are just telling them, like, are you sure? Like, but what about this thing? You're so and, young. Oh, you're so young. Did you think that hard about it? And have you considered if this happens? But I think Brock and the Niners are sitting there like, yeah, I thought about it. Um, we work together really, really well. We compliment one another. We do everything that the other asks. It's it's perfect. Yeah. We're being bad friends by continuing to question this relationship. I agree. It's, it is almost inevitable that Purdy and the Niners will move up into the married category. One more for sure that I would put in the ring shopping category, Jared Goff and the Lions. I think so. I, I'm, I'm not convinced that they are infatuated with each other, but I think they it's kind of what you said with Purdy of they know – they're good for each other. They complement each other. They work well together. Why look for anything else? Yeah, that's... And if Brad Holmes hadn't have doubled down in so many con- uh, press conferences about Jared Goff, I would think this could be an amicable breakup one day. But, I mean, we've quoted him all season long. It's a lot easier to get worse at quarterback than it is to get yep. better. And Jared's first season was... Not, not good. good with Detroit. It was actively bad. It was really, really bad. But then in the last two years, he's been very, very good. He's been arguably a top 10 quarterback over that time. Yeah. Uh, sure, he's not He's not Patrick Mahomes. No one's ever going to compare him to Patrick right. Mahomes. He is 2-0 and against Patrick Mahomes. Quarterback wins aren't a stat. <laughs> but, but, yeah, there's reasons to think that this is going to be good. You mentioned it earlier. Money talks a yeah. lot. We'll see what his extension looks like either this offseason or next. But if I had to guess, he's going to be around for at least another two seasons with yep. Detroit. Yeah, it may not be the longest marriage in the world, but I think if if I'm golf, at some point, I'm telling the Lions, you can't keep leading me on. Either propose or dump yeah. me. I don't think they're there yet. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think They've got another – they can keep dating, but I think they need to go ring shopping. The last one that could be in this category, super presumptive, Anthony Richardson and the Colts. Mm-hmm. He's He doesn't deserve it right now, but the Colts showed their hand a little bit because they're not going to bring Gardner Minshew back. They, they said Anthony Richardson is our starter. We're protecting him. We're building around him. So the Colts at least are showing – every indication that they want to end up marrying this guy. This is an arranged marriage. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. This is an arranged marriage. They go and they take him very high. I think he was number three last season. Traded up to get him. Yeah. Yeah. It, they trade up for him. They were excessively careful with him this off or this regular season. He could have come back from his second. For sure. He, hurt his shoulder he hurt his head he could have played this year and they chose to say we're gonna be as cautious as possible Minshew's gonna play out the season we want ar to be ready next year for us to truly make a run at the division 
Now that's going to be a lot harder since CJ Stroud ended up being marriage material right away and they play in the same division. But this was an arranged marriage through and through. They are going to commit to him. So we'll see if it's mutual or if it's deserved. But at the moment, I I feel like both of them think we're ring shopping. Yeah, I think so. So then we have the interesting categories, the ones that are, that's where the drama is. Uh, not not fun if you're in it, but kind of fun to watch. Maybe oh, totally. guilty pleasure level. Amicable breakup. I'll hot take one a little bit. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, are they headed for an amicable breakup of, you know what, there was too much mess, too much noise around us. In another life, this would have worked. It's so it, just, it doesn't always work out. It's hard because Trevor is by no means a bad quarterback. No, not, not bad. I've gotten, there's been, there have been several people that have labeled me as a Trevor Lawrence hater. I am not a hater. I do not think he's bad. I am not anti him. I want him to succeed. But if you think that he has been a top tier quarterback in the NFL, you are just not paying attention. Plain and simple. He has not been amazing. He's had a six game stretch where he was above average. He was yep. good, but he's had 20 some games of meh. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think 75% of the time he's an average quarterback. And I don't think that's necessarily an indictment. I think an average quarterback, no, an I average agree. quarterback could marry and stick around for a long time. They, they I do. Agree. There are yep. average guys who have long marriages in the NFL. The issue I think specifically with Trevor and Jacksonville is he was the number one pick. He was the most highly right. touted prospect maybe ever since at least 1998 in Peyton Manning. So the expectation with from the Jacksonville side, from the fan base, from the franchise, they were not looking at this as, oh, let's go on a couple of days, let's, you know, see if this works out. They were looking at this as, you are everything. You are perfect. You check off every box on my wish list. Yes. I want to yes. fall head over heels for you, and we'll get married in, a, in three months. And that's not what happened. This was, this was teenager- Born in the 90s, was playing MASH at recess, figured out from their little uh, cootie catcher mm-hmm. thing, you know, that, oh, I'm going to have a house in the hills and we're going to have two boats and blah, blah, blah. We're going to do all these great yeah. things together. We're going to do summers in Italy. When in reality, you've got a good house in the suburbs. Yeah. You still show up to your nine to five, more like eight to five. Mm-hmm. It's it's not great, but it's the life you live, and the expectation was. And great. that's it. I think there will always be lingering disappointment for both parties if they stay together. Good isn't good enough for this situation, yep. and both both parties could be happier because I think if if Trevor ends up going somewhere where they just want him to be above average they don't want him to be perfect they're coming off of a messy breakup it's like i just want a decent guy they're gonna be thrilled with trevor he's a decent guy and the jags probably it's an amicable it's like yeah you know what it it never worked yep that's kind of what i think that's kind of where i land there are some others that like aiden o'connell and the raiders i don't think aiden o'connell is the future of the franchise I don't think they've invested enough on either side for it to be anything other than an amicable breakup. 
See, I would even put this one in the flinger hookup Maybe. category. Yeah. We had a few good games. We put up 63 points. This is awesome. Um, see you at next week's uh, neighborhood cookout. Yeah, and, and it's almost like they didn't choose each other. Like, they showed up to the party with other dates and went home together. So, yeah. yeah a little bit. Fling might be the right. That might be the right category. Bailey Zappi, I think mm-hmm. fling. Bailey Zappi could be a fling. This is almost... You may need to edit this part out even. Bailey Zappi's almost a booty call. <laughs> Bailey Zappi was literally inactive half That's the time. a good point. And they and they chose Unblock to... Unblock his number and call him back. Mac Jones. Yeah. Mm. He came in for the fourth quarter, what, half a dozen times this season because they just decided to bench Mac Jones. He wasn't even supposed to be active, but, oh, we might bench Mac Jones, so we should maybe have you stick around. Just in case Mac isn't good enough, we'll call you. Wow. A little bit of a booty Toxic. Bill Belichick. Toxic. Toxic relationship. Oof. Mm -hmm. You're you're right. No, you're right. Uh Uh-huh. It was the, we blocked you, we'll unblock your number and call you because we're alone and desperate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Messy. The last couple people that I think could fall into the amicable breakup, maybe, could end up as a messy divorce, but I see potential for amicable breakup. The first one is Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. This is tough. This this amicable breakup's probably right. That's I honestly I think that's what you're hoping for at this point. You're hoping it ends on good terms, but I I think you know it's gonna end. This one's interesting because the Cardinals have double downed on him. They've said, you know, Jonathan Gannon, their coach, has come out and said, we're rolling with Kyler. You know, we're sticking with mm-hmm. Kyler. I don't know. This is tough. Probably the right It's kind of like you're dating the homecoming queen, but it's a small town. And it, you're going to someday you're going to move to the city yeah. and realize, oh, I mean, like. And she's the homecoming queen, not the prom uh-huh. queen. It's like you were nice. Mm-hmm. It was, I'd have nothing like negative against you, but there are a lot more fish in this ocean. Like you come home for winter break and you see her at the local restaurant and you're like, oh, I should say hi. Might be Might weird. Might be weird. Nah, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. That's kind of how it feels. Like it's, it's gonna end. Hopefully it ends on good terms. And then the last one is a little more personal for me. I think Kirk Cousins and the Vikings at this point, we're hoping for an amicable breakup. And I think the key word there is hoping for. This could be a messy divorce. Could be. It depends on how this offseason goes. The Vikings and all media thought they were a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. Cousins was by far the best player available, that free agent class. They got closer with Case Keenum than they ever got with Cousins. It's true. And something about it, I mean... Looks good on paper, doesn't always translate to chemistry. Right. And there were some good times to be had. I mean, the 13-win season was unprecedented. You know, do not expect to win many games in the way they won. Was fun, entertaining to watch. Yeah, Kirko Chains, is, that, that was fun. And. And this just doesn't work. It's just, it's just not, it's not going to work. It's not a long-term thing. And I think. Both sides know long-term is not there. And it's even, 
I'm going to say friends or peers when referring to the rest of the NFC North, yeah. even though it's more rivalry, but it's like the Vikings are looking around and they see other people from their graduating class, their friends, you know, they see the lions and it's like, Oh, the lions have kind of settled down. And Oh, did you see the new girl that the Packers are dating? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man, she's pretty. And the bears, they're bears, you know, whatever, whatever they're doing bear stuff. Chicago's a weird city. Yeah. Yeah. They might be breaking up. Cause there's a new girl on the block, but like, maybe they'll put it together. And then there's us who can't decide. And, yeah. Uh... And, and you look around it. I comparison is a killer. It's a relationship killer. Cause the Vikes look, yep. you look around. It's like, I know. Like if you look in the mirror, you know, this is not forever. You know, you're not, you're right. not actually happy, but you look around the league and it's like, okay, but our, our guy's cuter than a lot of these other options. And he's a good guy, but that's, you know, not the point. A good a good guy not the point. isn't enough. It doesn't make it a good relationship match. Right. So hopefully it's an amicable breakup, but it could, you're right, turn south with pointing fingers and it's your fault this didn't work. You're ruining our kids' lives. That's what I'm a little bit worried about for my Vikings friends and Vikings fans out there is like if Cousins goes and does what we've seen him do half a dozen other times, and just signs the biggest contract. A lot of Vikings fans expected him to take a hometown discount. I don't really know why. We've never seen him do that. Never. Including for the Vikings in the past. But that was kind of the expectation for some reason. But if he goes and he signs a contract for $45 million. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. He... He broke the last guys, last guys, last girls, whatever. The last, whatever. the last relationship better than heartbreak. Why did you think you'd be different? Right. And with that, the divorce incoming category, and there are a lot of them. Frankly, I think it's the most of the league. Deshaun Watson and the Browns. I don't care how it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. That's going to be a messy divorce. They, they're the ma- wild part of that one is that Deshaun Watson has the world's best prenup. He has a real good prenup, a fully guaranteed, I get the house, I get the kids, I get the car. And for that reason, they are married. They signed their life away. Yep. It's going to it's get ugly. Yeah. That'll be a big, bad divorce, headline-type divorce incoming. We don't actually know if it's going to end in divorce because the Browns may just stick it out for the remainder of that toxic contract. Because they get nothing if they leave. Right, because of the aforementioned prenup. But one that we, or two really, we know there's probably two that are ending in divorce relatively soon is Jimmy G and the Raiders. Yeah. He's been suspended for the first two games of the next year for performance enhancing drugs, which is remarkable and ironic considering he's not good. No, his performance then, was not enhanced. No, absolutely not. And then Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Sean Payton has all but said, "Yeah, the paper, the papers are filed." Yeah, it's a it's a done deal. Those, and it's almost amicable. Um, it's ugly simply because Jimmy G has no say. The Raiders are moving on from him, and Russ is very similar. The Broncos are moving on from him, and it's. 
I think Russ wants to stay, or at least he wanted to stay because he bought a big house. He bought a big house, and we know that he essentially handpicked the Broncos as where he got traded to. But yeah, he he kind of said, "I want Sean Payton," and then Sean Payton showed up and was like, "I don't want you, buddy. Come on, you're you're not what I thought behind closed doors." It's kind of how it seemed, right? Pretty much. I think Mac Jones and the Patriots. That's probable. That's a probable divorce. Um, I think it's messy simply because the on again, off again, Colin Bailey, Zappy, benching Mac, bringing him back. It's it's messy, but probably going to end. Here's one that might be a hot take: Tua and the Dolphins. Are they headed for divorce? I think this one's too early to tell. Okay. Um, I would just say they're they're dating to some degree because we've seen him through two regular seasons and the games that he's healthy be really, really good. Yeah. But in the postseason, all-time cold game against a good defense, you're the away team, that sucks. Yeah, but if you're wife material, you got to make it competitive. Yeah, you got to get it done. And he didn't. So he didn't. I think it's. I think it ends up as an ugly divorce simply because it seems like Tua wants to get married, and the Dolphins don't. I will say Mike McDaniel has publicly backed Tua a lot, and he's gone out on a limb to say if anyone gave this kid confidence, he would be really freaking good. Which we've seen some truth. We've of. seen some. Yeah, I, I want to see one more season to really figure out yeah. how to was going to be long-term, which if he's good this upcoming year, we'll get an answer. They'll just extend him. True. And the long-term dating, it's definitely not a fling. They think there's potential there. I don't think they're ready to buy a ring. I agree. I'm so, Zach Wilson and the Jets. I think that's a divorce. that's a divorce, and I think it has to be a divorce. The papers are essentially filed. Yeah, they've been filed. I think Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. signed them behind Zach's back, which is kind of dirty. Yeah. Yep, but yeah, it's pretty much a done deal. The Steelers might have two divorces in the same year. Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. I think both think that they're the main, and they're actually both the side chick. Just actually going back to the Jets for a quick second which is ironic because it's the Jets and uh, who Zach Wilson is and the news headlines about him previously. <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers a cougar? <laughs> I mean, maybe. 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 I think you're right about the Steelers, though. It's it's probably two divorces. It's probably two divorces, and I I really do. I think that Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett both think they're going to be the one the Steelers choose over the other. And I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, if I had to guess, they're going quarterback again. Maybe not round one, but Kenny Pickett will be on the roster, I would guess, because he's got a rookie contract. You're probably not going to cut him from that. But is this Malik Willis and Will Levis? Right. Yeah, is it like, eh, we'll keep you around because we don't want to be completely alone come holidays but we're, we honestly be better off alone we just don't admit it agreed 
similar Falcons, Desmond Ritter. That's that's over. That could almost be a fling even too. Kinda. If if it really is over this offseason, yeah, it ended up as a fling. Mm-hmm. I think maybe is in the divorce category because he thought where he was drafted, True. he was he was it. He thought that was a proposal, and the Falcons are saying no. What's interesting to me is a couple weeks ago, the owner of the Falcons, Arthur Blank, came out and said, a a reporter asked him, has there been any discussion about the quarterback situation? And Arthur Blank essentially said, not yet, but there's going to be a lot of those discussions. So it's like you had the Mm. opportunity to say, and you're the owner, you know, you don't make personnel decisions exactly. But kind of had the opportunity to say, yeah something and you didn't another one it's really early bryce young and the panthers do they have any shot of making a a workable relationship or is it so bad so fast that they that this is where they're going i don't think bryce young had the talent or the profile coming out that trevor lawrence did but you are a number one pick and you were not unanimously the number one pick like trevor was right but you were heavily known to be the number one pick. And I don't think it's your fault. I don't think it's Trevor's fault either. Yeah, It's like the team is going to be the toxic X in this case. Agreed. And I think the Panthers are a pretty toxic place to be. Yeah. So yep. that might get ugly. Justin Fields and the Bears. Is that divorce? We'll, we'll know very soon if that's a divorce. Yep. Honestly, I don't know what I think they should do. I Caleb Williams is kind of an anomaly to me. I don't know what I think of him quite yet, personally. I can go either way. Like, you could convince me that he's going to be a bust, or you could convince me that he's going to be a top-five quarterback. Which is interesting, because you could convince me that Justin Fields is a bust. You cannot convince me that Justin Fields is going to be a top-five guy. True. Really good point. So by that logic, I think they have to break up. It's hard because it's like, oh, I stumbled into this maybe better relationship. By like, it's not Justin Fields' fault that they traded the number one pick and ended up with another yeah. number one pick. Something's happening here. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it's not how it's supposed to be. I've. I feel bad for Justin in a lot of ways. Totally. If this ends up in divorce for him because it's like he has not been good enough to warrant his own draft position. That's true. There are still question marks surrounding him. Yeah. But also this past season, he was good enough to win them some games and went on a run at the end of the season. And they were only not last place in the division by half a game. You know, they were just barely under 500. He was all right, and now he's probably getting replaced. Yeah, I think Bears are walking out on him. We have some others that, well, it's the NFC East. It is Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, and Sam Howell that we've not talked about. Daniel Jones, I think, ends an ugly divorce simply because they got married too young. They didn't know each other well enough. I don't think Daniel Jones was ever marriage material, so that one— it's it's going to have to get ugly. Sure, I agree. Sam Howell. I think it's similar because I think Howell 
thinks he's marriage material. Maybe. But if I'm the commanders, I never cared at all about him. He was a fling, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you, next. Oof. It's harsh. That's harsh, but hey, that's showbiz. The really interesting one in the NFC East is going to be Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I think you could make a legitimate case for any of these categories. They're, curr- they're currently married. All of them are equally as strong. Yeah, they yeah. are currently married. They paid him. They locked it down. Currently married. But, um, I don't know. They don't seem happy. They don't seem happy right now, but if you said that to me in week 10 of the regular season, I would have said he's a top three quarterback. True. So, I don't know how much weight we can put in the last six, seven games where they have that epic collapse. Yeah. I I guess we'll find out. Are they impulsive, or are they a little more steadfast in their relationship? Totally with you. And I have no idea which one I think it's going to be. I'm leaning towards I would put them in ring shopping. He's played in a Super Bowl. He was at one point, you know, 10-0 and 0 this season. Yeah. Renew, they'll renew the vows in a couple of years. Yeah, get, that's what get I Get back on the same page. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's kind of the opposite of the Trevor Lawrence-Jacksonville situation. Jalen had lower expectations and True. has exceeded them. He's better than they thought. It's yep. been a better time than they expected. Quarterback drama. Quarterback drama. It's going to be another carousel this year. In the last few years, we've not had... We've had an unprecedented amount of movement at the quarterback position in the last few years. Yep. It doesn't look like this offseason is going to be any different. Some people think that this upcoming draft is going to be the first time we see back-to-back-to-back quarterbacks at the top three. Yeah, there's that. I've gone on record to say I don't bet for the 0.1%, so I don't necessarily think it'll happen, but it could. Yeah, we got some strong newcomers on the beach in the draft. Caleb Williams, Drake May, you've got to throw in, where's Jaden Daniels go? What about Bo Nix? J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix. Yep. It's going to be a very, very interesting quarterback offseason because any of those teams like, ah, it's fine. Maybe you see some of the new options and go, "Mm, just kidding. I actually prefer brunettes. Pretty tough, but that's what we're here for, to tell you all about the upcoming relationship drama in the NFL between quarterbacks and teams. It's basically The Bachelor, but with helmets. But with helmets. Ah, the metaphor's starting to fall apart. We should wrap it. Yep. Yeah, all right. So that's been it for the AD's office this week. We were talking quarterback drama. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it with your friends. Share it with your moms. Share it with your moms. We out. Thanks for joining us in the AD's office. Tune in next week as we take you through our takes on the NFL.